0: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. My name is George Gill. I am working solo today since we have several people out of the office on vacation. So I thought I would talk a little bit to you guys about a couple of things that have been on my mind. I would, so actually, a couple of things, some context. I, Have been doing a morning huddle with the team for the last several months. And that consists of us getting together on a regular basis every morning to just kind of talk about our wins. What are we working on? What are some of the challenges that we're having? And just to just kind of stay in sync with one another. And every now and then we talk a little bit about some of the struggles that we're having and some of those frustrations. So I thought that we would talk a little bit specifically about that. And so this is more or less geared towards the agents in our business, not just the ones in my office, but actually some of the people that are on our call in the morning are agents from other offices. And so this applies to just anyone who who is in the business. And I'll tell you, I'll start by telling you a little bit, a little story as to how this came about. Uh, I would say... About three weeks ago, I went to Hartford to take a look at some property for one of our property management clients. She is a very successful businesswoman who actually has bought a lot of property with us and has never seen most of them. So she trusts us with the valuation of her properties and with the selection of her properties. And so I was there and I made about six appointments to go see some properties And of those six properties, I was only able to get into one. And actually I got into two, but I really was only able to successfully preview one because the second one, the only reason I got into it was because the tenants arrived at the same time that I was there and they happened to let me in. But point of this is that I scheduled a good chunk of time to see property and due to some and I, have to, I feel as though I have to be very careful with how I word this because to those of you that know me know that I am very much against knocking other people in the business or talking negatively about the business and that's not what I'm gonna do. But, But I would say that there has been some carelessness, if you will, in the industry with how we are managing some of the processes in our business. And part of that is the preparation for the listings, the expectation for our clients and how we treat one another as agents. And case in point, when I was in Hartford, I wasn't able to get into a lot of the showings because of the fact that people, agents, I should say, either did not have keys in the lockbox or misplaced lockboxes or had incorrect combinations or did not properly alert their tenants that I was coming. And so fortunately in my situation i was by myself so i wasn't with a client but in a situation where i would have been with a client that just that just bodes very negatively for us i would say and 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 so it got me to thinking that if i ever had the opportunity to scream from the rooftops as to what my frustrations with the industry are, I would try to take that opportunity to do that. And so right now I am going to metaphorically scream from the rooftops and say that we as an industry need to do better. This is me appealing to the agent saying that we have to do better. And if if that example of the possibility of me being in a situation with a client where the client has driven... 40 50 60 minutes to 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 a property and they're not able to get in. If that example is not enough to somewhat highlight that that void that we have in our business, then I thought I would share some numbers with you which I think does a good job at essentially bringing into focus the 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 the, the competition that exists and how important it is for us to differentiate ourselves from from other agents in our industry. And so I jotted down a couple of numbers and I'll share those with you. The first number I jotted down was a recent report from NAR, National Association of Realtors, that said that as of April of 2021, so roughly six, seven months ago, there are 1.5 million licensed real estate agents in the country. Now that, I don't know if that means anything to anyone just in and of itself, but that is an astronomical number. And to put that into comparison, that same month that NAR released those numbers, there were fewer homes for sale on the market than there were real estate agents. 1.5 million licensed salespeople and fewer homes than real estate agents were on the market at that time. So it begs the question, if you are a real estate agent, what are we doing in order to produce business if at one point this year, there weren't even enough homes for us to be selling based on the number of real estate agents that were in the country? And that brings me to my next number, which is also a... Actually, this one is not from NAR. This is a collective study from the MLSs across the country that show that of the 1.5 million agents that are licensed in this country, 50% of them are doing 91% of all the real estate business in the country. I think I should repeat that. 91% of all the business in this country, which includes all the transactions, all the properties being transacted, all the volume, all of the commissions are being controlled by 50% of the licensed real estate agents. In other words, 750,000 agents are controlling 91% of the business. And if that number is not astonishing enough, the next number that I wrote down is that Of those 750,000 real estate agents, 375,000 or 25% of the 1.5 million are controlling 73% of all of the business. So 73% of all the transactions, 73% of all the volume and 73% of all the commissions are being controlled by 25% of the agents. So. That to me just says that there are a lot of real estate agents not doing any work. And I I can chalk it up to the fact that recently there have been there has been a large influx of people entering the the real estate industry, which is understandable. And we've always said that real estate is a very easy business to get into in terms of the low barrier of entry. There's a low overhead cost, and so in addition to it not costing an independent contractor very much to run their business, there also is a very low barrier of entry in terms of how much it costs to to take to go through the schooling and how much it requires to, to actually become licensed. And so it's not so shocking to me that there is an increase in the agents that are in the business. However, I would say that it is Pretty surprising to hear that twenty five percent, a arguably a minority, a, a, a pretty significant minority, is actually controlling all the real estate business, which just goes to show that that there is a huge, huge separation between between the ones that are actually differentiating themselves and the ones that are simply, for lack of a better term, phoning it in. And so, and so for me. I wanted to take this opportunity much like I did when we were on the morning huddle to just highlight how important it is for us as agents to differentiate ourselves, to set ourselves apart, to provide value in a true meaningful way. And more than all of that, and, and perhaps maybe this encompasses all of that, but but more than all of that, it's it's to actually do better. We unfortunately have set the bar very low for ourselves. And, and I, I feel as though I, I may ruffle some feathers when I when I talk like this, but the reality is that I'm in the same boat. I'm a real estate agent. So I'm talking about myself as well when I say this, but, but we, we really need to do better in, in the standard that we hold ourselves to and in how we treat clients and in how we treat each other in this industry. So to that point, uh, I also wrote down some things in terms of what I feel it means to do better because I don't want to just preach and say, hey, do better, do better, we're, we're better than this and not really explain what that means. So a few things that actually we talk about a lot at, at, our, at our meetings and in our trainings and in the office is how important it is to, to, to just make sure that we are making the effort to be better. And that means something as simple as double checking our work, something as simple as making sure, going back to the example that I said earlier, making sure that we double check our appointments and confirm our appointments make sure that the keys are in our lockboxes make sure that lockbox combinations are correct and this sounds actually comical for me to say out loud but i'm i'm experiencing it and i'm sure that others are experiencing it as well and this is this is being experienced by the clients in some capacity as well and so i think that we owe it to ourselves to 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 write that ship so something as simple as double uh, as as checking our work and making sure that we are doing everything correctly whether that's running it by a colleague or even double checking work yourself a very very simple and easy step to be able to make sure that we start to work away from the stigma that has become the real estate industry. Tip number 2 always be learning. I I can't tell you how many times I come across the Mindset of, I completed my real estate course and now I'm ready to work. And the reality is that if you're a new, if you're a new real estate agent, I think I don't need, I don't need to tell you this, and I'm sure that you understand completely where I'm coming from. In that, the real estate course really does nothing to teach you how to be a good real estate agent. That needs to be learned in the process. That needs that needs to be learned in your office. That needs to be learned by doing the work. And so that means that you should constantly be learning. That means that you should constantly, constantly be reading. I talk to my team all the time about making sure that every day you block off time to study the MLS and make sure that you're familiar with your market. When somebody asks you, how's the market? We want to be able to respond effectively and we want to be able to respond with facts and statistics and and know what it is that we're talking about. And so the, the frequent and consistent studying of the, of the market of, of, of your clients, of, of the business in general, will, will go a very long way to setting you apart from, from other agents. Number three, rely on systems, rely on procedures. If you don't have systems in place, put these systems in place. There are so many things that can be automated in our business that we should not be spending a lot of time on. There is, there are checklists that we can follow. There are automations, there are CRMs. And speaking of a CRM, the CRM is a critical tool that a vast majority of agents overlook. And there's a saying in, in, in real estate that says, what is the best CRM out there? And the answer is the one that you use. And actually, if your brokerage provides you with a free CRM tool, then use that one. I don't care what it is, but use a CRM. And for those that don't know, CRM is a customer relationship manager. And that will allow you to automate 90% of your business and make sure that you are in contact with, with all of your clients and also in tune with how your business is doing. And so rely on systems, rely on checklists, rely on processes and procedures. And finally, and I would argue that this is the most important one, is genuinely care about what you're doing. I've come across so many instances in which in which agents treat certain parts of the process very, very, very transactional. And in the literal sense, that's true. But at the same time, as an example, our job isn't complete when we finally find a property for our client and we put that property under contract. I would argue that our job actually starts as soon as we put that property under contract. That's when our artistry comes out, if you will. That's when we need to negotiate. That's when we need to find common ground that's when we need to walk people off of a ledge that's when that's when we need to work in conjunction with several people to reach a common goal so much like our learning doesn't end with the real estate course our job doesn't end with simply putting a property in a contract our job doesn't end with simply putting a for sale sign in the ground and our job doesn't end with a closing, we need to be there as a resource for our clients and we need to genuinely care about the process. And so if it means occasionally taking a pause and, and imagining yourself in your client's shoes and what they're experiencing and what they're thinking so that you can, so that you can empathize with what they're experiencing, sometimes that's necessary. And sometimes that goes a long way for you to, 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 to provide good service to your client and to, and to be a better agent. And so to my point, agents, we need to do better. Those are the things that I will, that I will say are good starting points. And the, that is what I would say are some of the most important things that I would argue are, 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 are critical for an agent's success and to differentiate ourselves from everyone else in the competition. So everyone else, that's our competition, I should say. So I will jump off of my soapbox. I have run very long, but I just wanted to share that and put that out there. I know that I shared it with my team on the Morning Huddle, but I thought that maybe it would be a good topic to share with everyone who's listening and particularly the agents that that, that tune in. So thanks so much for tuning in. Next time, hopefully I will have some guests and we'll have some more interesting things uh, things to talk about. So thanks very much, everyone.